Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? All right. So I actually have a lot of what you need to know, but this one was on social media a lot today. So I want to talk about this. Uh, in January, I believe we talked about how Costco wanted to build an apartment complex and then a Costco underneath, right, in L.A. I don't know what's happening with that. I can, you know, you check mean it like out. a multi-use facility yes. where there's a Costco at the bottom and then apartments up above? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. That was in January. Well, today news broke that they are actually proposing to build the largest Costco in the world in northwest Fresno. I'm oh. like, I mean, there's not a lot to be doing in Fresno. Not to be mean. But they're waiting for it to be finalized. The average size of a warehouse for a Costco is 146,000 feet. This one would be 241,000. So it's bigger, but not like... It's I almost was, twice as big. Yeah. You right. know, it's like... it says I mean, 240,000 square feet is like a gigantic, gigantic place. Yeah. It's yeah. the size of four football fields I was mm-hmm. reading. And it says that it'll double, obviously, as a store and e-commerce fulfillment centers. Yeah. And a lot of people are not feeling it, though, in the area. They're mean? like... That they're saying that it's too big... That there's going to have, you know, they're going to have a lot of traffic issues and things. I mean, Fresno is a quiet town. Yeah. You know, so they're like, we don't want all that. So I think that that's the situation right now. It's also said to have 32 gas pumps and a drive through car wash. I still have not seen a drive through car wash at Dude, Costco. You, you got to go use the one that I used. Yeah, um, that's too far. Well, I know it Where's is. Where's that? It's what city? Kinda, it's in like, it's Camino Capistrano. Oh, it's like, yeah, oh, exactly. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, but bros, wait a second, but broskies, hold on a second. I'm driving north from south, south LA, and that's where I stopped to get gas, and that's where I stopped to use the 799 car wash. That's all. Yeah, that's that's a little far from me, Cap. It's a little Dude, too south. It's far from me too, girl. Just a little too south, you know? Just it's too north for me. But uh yeah, so Fresno might be having the largest Costco come to their city. They actually built one in Salt Lake City, uh, and it just opened not too long ago. But if anybody has any issues, they can go and see all the proposal online. They have until August twenty fifth to do that and you know, if they want to oppose to it. Well, let me tell you something to all my Fresno brothers and sisters out there. Don't be stupid. Okay, let these guys build this place. This place could be awesome. Tons of jobs, number one. Uh, Number two, you know, when you think about traffic, I heard you say that this could be a big fulfillment center. That's a perfect spot in the middle of the state to be going north and south and west, and even if you have to go the other direction. So I'm just telling you right now, I I always love these people. Everybody protests progress. I had this community that protested this um, this giant shopping center and apartment complex and uh, you know business community and so on, and they they didn't want it. They didn't want it, it was going to create so much traffic. Well, eventually it passed. They built it. And it was like the greatest thing that ever happened in this town. So all I'm saying is it kind of sounds like a good thing to me. I don't live in Fresno, but 
Sounds like a good deal. Plus, there's a lot of air conditioning. So when it gets hot as hell in Fresno, be like, what do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. Let's go to the Costco and walk Maybe there'll around. be two uh, food courts. Hey, that'd be dope. Because the lines out here are too long sometimes. Mm-hmm. Get one of those Costco hot dogs. I can't believe you guys yeah. have never seen the Costco car wash. It's so bomb. I haven't. Oh. Yes, Cappy, I've seen it. Only Sedano has. I'm going to Google. You know what? I'm going to Google what is the closest Costco car wash around me. And then I'm going to go. They don't have a gas station at the Costco near you? No, they most all have gas have. stations. I was just going to say. But they don't most, have a car wash. That right, was news to me. Most don't have the car washes. Yeah, that was like news to me. Yeah, the one in Torrance has a car wash. Dude, mm. the car washes are like 150 yards long, dude. It's like, you can't even believe how good. It's so much fun. So much fun to just go into that car wash, watch those bristles, get your, your windows, spray soap all over you. Yeah. Wash you down and dry you off. I mean, you're still in the car at this point, right? Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> so the car wash are only available at seven California locations. Oh, really? What are they? You Lancaster, know? Norwalk, Oxnard, Poway, San Juan Compostrano, Torrance, and Victorville. Yeah, there's George's yeah, Torrance. Yeah, those are those. Uh, the closest Cabin. one is Torrance, really, but that's even two in the South Bay. Yeah, that's too hey. far for you. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to my man John, who runs the uh, gas station at the San Juan Cap. I'm sorry, bro. I always forget my receipt when I go to the car wash, and you just let me in. <laughs> Appreciate Yo, you, brother. 626, get Why it is together. none of that a shock? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, you know what happens, George, is I'm standing there pumping my gas, right? Mm, right. And they tell you you got to take your receipt. Right. But yeah. I never take my receipt. Right. right. But if you want the car wash, isn't that what you're supposed right. to do? Because then you have to use a QR code. Correct. But but what happens is is I'm like I'm always thinking to myself, don't forget the receipt, don't forget the receipt, don't forget the receipt. Then the the pump ends. I take out the gas. You forget right? the receipt. I put the thing back up. I close my tank. I get my car, and then I get in line at the car wash. I'm like, damn it, I forgot my receipt. Now once you're out of the gas station at Costco, there's no going back in. Mm-mm. You know, wow. I even thought about, like, jumping out of my car and running to the pump, grabbing the receipt, running right back. There's no, you can't do that. So, thankfully, I got no. John. He runs the gas station there. He knows me. He knows I'm the guy who forgets my receipt. John, we're sorry for you. We apologize for Cappy. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, we were talking earlier about Sean Payton taking shots at Nathaniel Hackett and telling the Broncos, particularly Russell Wilson, hey, not your fault. Nathaniel Hackett was a hack. Mm-hmm. Um, worst coaching job I've ever seen. So when he was asked about, well, what about now with the Jets? He's like, well, I, you know, I know everyone's high on them. I don't know. I could see that thing, you know, going south quick. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. So apparently Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, got uh, caught wind of this and had this to say about Sean Payton's remarks. Well, I'm not going to acknowledge Sean on that. Is he, you know, he's been in the league a while. He can say whatever the hell he wants. But, uh, but as far as, you know, what we have going on here, it's... Um, you know, the I kind of live by saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate right. away. You know, it's uh, obviously we're doing something right if you got to talk about us when we don't play you till week four. And I'm good with it, you know. But, uh, you know, the guys in our locker room, they, they've earned everything that's coming to them. Um, um, and really excited about what's going on. I think Hackett's doing a phenomenal job here. Him, the uh, coaching staff is doing a phenomenal job. And, and we're focused on us. I get it. There's a lot of external noise. There's a lot of people who are hating on us. There's a lot of people looking for us to fail. There's a lot of crows pecking at our neck. Uh, but all you can do is spread your wings, keep flying high until those crows fall off and suffocate from the inability to breathe. 
It's a whole oh other analogy God. I'll get into later. Oh, my God, that's a lot. Oh, Jesus. I liked I mean, it. If he would have just cut it off at the beginning, right, right. like, play the beginning. He right. said something in the beginning that I thought he was said, funny. He that said, if, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Right. That's something, I feel like that's something you would say. Right. And let me tell you something. I, f- I live by that, Jack. Yeah. Okay? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. That's a head football coach in the NFL saying that. Can you imagine Andy Reid saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping? Right. Can you imagine Greg Popovich or Bill Belichick saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping? That's, that's a young Cool, happening coach. Yeah, he should have ended it right there. Yeah, because once he got into the crows pecking at your neck. Yeah, that's too much. He all of a sudden started to sound like the dude up in Detroit. Yeah. Coach speak. Yeah, it's too much. He got caught up. But I like it, man. I like that that Sean Payton is talking, and I like that that Salah's firing back, and I like that they're going to play each other in week four. But, you know, George, you said that that uh, Peyton was saying, hey, it's the worst coaching job in the history of football. I mean, it's pretty close. Okay, maybe, maybe. But let me just ask everybody a question. Did you guys all read those stories after the season? You know, Hackett's cleared out, and they talked about how Russell Wilson, when he went to the Broncos... Had his own office and all that. Yeah, convinced the ownership, hey, look, this is what I need. Russell Wilson thought of himself as the offensive coordinator last year. So you have a new head coach who's a first-time head coach who's clearly, clearly in over his head... And you got a quarterback that thinks he's the offensive coordinator and is, is breaking down film in the other office. I would tell you this. Sean Payton is doing the right thing. Defend your guys. Tell the world that it wasn't their fault. It was Hackett's fault. That's a smart move. But now let's see you coach these guys. And let's see Russell Wilson come back to the locker room and be a regular teammate, not think that he's bigger and better than everybody else. Corny-ass Russ. I used to love Russell Wilson. Oh, I can see you totally being into Russell Wilson. I loved Russell Wilson, and I have now turned into a Russell Wilson is corny guy. I used to think corny over here, cool over here. I was leaning more towards cool. Russell Wilson has gone total cornball on me. Yeah. I mean, it's not just now. No, but it it reached a peak last year when he had that Subway sandwich called the Danger Witch, and Subway got so humiliated by all the negative uh, heat on social media that they canceled Russell Wilson's sandwich. You hear that, George? Cancel the sandwich. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they canceled the The cancel culture got to the sandwich, George. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that wasn't the case. That happened. Yeah, probably not. Trust me. By the way, um, there's all this chatter. We we barely spoke about it yesterday about Colorado going back to the Big 12. Oh, my God. So I talked to somebody today. Talked to Coach Dion? No. (laughs) You didn't talk to Coach Prime? No. I talked to to somebody today that knows more about that world Mm -hmm. than than I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they were convinced, now this is completely reckless speculation, they were convinced that Colorado made that move because they knew what the Pac-12 had in their hand as far as a rights fee, like for their new TV deal, and probably looked at it and said, oh, hell no. Like, we're, let's go to the Big 12. We'll get a bigger piece of the pie. We're already in, like, moving to the Pac-12 has been a disaster for us. All our teams stink. We're in debt. Um, we need money, and the Big 12 will provide us with more cash. And I'm guessing that there's going to be a lot of conversations about Pac-12 teams like just going. Well, and, what, and what you just described as Colorado sounds exactly like what UCLA said. Yeah. Right? I mean, when UCLA took off for the Big 10, didn't they say, hey, look, it comes down to we're in debt. Yeah. You know? And, and this is going to be a lot more money. Yeah. 
But this is why the Pac-12. But I, I believe I believe this person when they tell me that the Pac-12 has a pretty good idea of what the rights fees or like the rights new rights deal will look like. Yeah, and they've probably explained that to their member schools, mm-hmm. and the member schools are all like, mm. "Right, sucks, not what we expected." But hey, guys, sorry, fellas, but uh, without USC and UCLA, Washington and Oregon and Colorado and Utah and Stanford and Cal are not going to be enough to carry you to a multi-hundred million dollar or billion dollar TV rights deal. Sorry, guys. You lost the two L.A. schools. Yeah. It's the way it goes, Jack. Jack. Coming up next, Cappy. Yeah. The Rams Mm -hmm. have spoken about the Matthew Stafford rumors. Oh, I am so glad we're going to talk about this. Yeah. We'll do that in a second, but... Make sure you stay tuned. Saturday edition of Sedano and Cap live from Rams training camp. This Saturday, 4 p.m. We'll be joined out there for some reason by corporate Greg for the entire show, it says here. Aaron Donald, more importantly, will be stopping by. Uh, listen from 4 to 7, Saturday, 710 ESPN. Come out and hang out at UC Irvine if you want to. We'll be there. You can also listen on the all-new ESPN LA app, Jack. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. And since we didn't get to this song by Destiny's Child, Say My Name, I wanted to play it. It was one of the staples in um, my childhood when I was growing up. It's a great song. Say my name, say my name. Uh, uh. Baby, I love you. I found out what it really meant later, but you know. What does it mean? Say my name. Crazy. Oh, shady. It's not like just... Say my name, please. I like it when you say my name. No, there's yeah, no reason why she's saying that. The audience wants to know, what does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean? It means like, yo, I think you're creeping and you're just not really saying That's my name. Yes, it is. What do you mean I'm creeping? What does that mean? I'm creeping like and you're not you're saying my name. Like if you're stepping out, if you're cheating. Like, for example, if I call, like, let's just say I have a boyfriend, whatever, I do, but not my man. And What's I up, call boo? and he's just like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah. It's like, why don't you say, hey, babe, hey, Laura, what's up? Like, so songfacts.com says that this is about a woman who wants her boyfriend to hear her boyfriend speak affectionately to her because she suspects he's in a room with another woman. Yeah, so he's oh, creeping. No. Right, like, he, he, he's she's calling him, mm-hmm. he's with another chick, yep. and she's like, say my name. Yeah. Say oh, my name. Oh, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I said he was creeping, that she thinks he's creeping, he's stepping right. out. But I thought that the song meant something other than say my name, when in actuality it means say my name. No, legitimately say her name. Right. But there's a reason behind it, Cap. That's what I meant. No one's around you. Say, baby, I love you. (laughs) See? Let me tell you something right now. Oscar De La Hoya, in this documentary that I'm watching that George convinced me to watch, and I've only watched episode one of two, Mm -hmm. he talks about how when you live a lie, 
you have to start lying about everything because you're kind of covering the tracks of the lie. Mm -hmm. And so then you just live this lie. And then, like, every day you're, like, you're, you're literally covering for one lie to the next lie to the next lie. And it becomes really hard to do, which is why, by the way, as I've told you many times, this brother don't lie. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a lie. Say my name, up. Cappy. That's straight up for real, the truth. That's the clean truth, baby. Did you hear him? Say my name, say my name. That is the truth, man. You get caught up in a lie, you start living a lie. Oscar De La Hoya knows. I know. That's why I don't lie. Mm. It's true. Mm. Why the sudden change, Cappy? That is the Emmis. Uh, all right, Cappy. Yeah. So, Sean McVay, do we have audio of this or no? Yes, we do. And Matthew Stafford, too? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's been all these rumors swirling about teams trying to get Matthew Stafford, blah, 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 et cetera. Also rumors that the, the Rams were actively trying to find somebody to do a dance with. Uh, allegedly, yes. Mm-hmm. So, rumors? Sean McVay addressed said rumors today when asked at training camp. We were all in unanimous agreement that we wanted him to be the quarterback. There were certainly some teams that had reached out, um, as Kevin and both Les had mentioned, um, but there was not anything that, uh, you know, I, I can just, I, I know I can certainly speak for all of us and say we're excited as hell about Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Why you, mm-hmm? I mean, okay. What, what Are you going to tell say? Sean McVay to say your name? I mean, I don't really care if he says my name or not, but I mean... No, you get you don't you don't get it like no like like, you, like coach say my name you know you it went over your head name, like, like you're saying that it was, they were cheating on Matthew Stafford like they were they were little dalliances with other quarterbacks potentially or you so know? maybe I should tell him to say Matthew's name right not my name I mean you get the point I Clearly guess I didn't not. really I guess I didn't get <laughs> no the you point. definitely didn't I guess I, I missed the point <laughs> but let me ask you this ask me do you believe that one hundred percent um what were their other options. At quarterback, well, they didn't really have a whole lot. I mean, right. So that's why I, I believe. That's why know, I believe them. What was their? What was the next option? Baker Mayfield. Well, I just feel like, look, whatever has been said, reported, rumored, whatever the case. You're may only be. as good as your options, Cappy. And they didn't have other options. Okay. Well, so you don't want Matthew Stafford though coming into training camp, being all upset that. Every rumor has been, oh, the Rams considered, they thought about, you know, they asked you to take a big pay cut, you said you weren't going to do it. I mean, there just there just seemed to be some stuff going into training camp. And very truthfully, if you want to win, you have to have a happy quarterback. And Matthew Stafford could theoretically come to camp and be kind of pissed off about the things that have been said about him. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You okay, George? You all right? Yeah. I'm just Am tired. I boring you? Am I tired? I mean, listen. I'm, I'm just tired. Yeah, it's just a football conversation. That's all. Jack, football. So if I'm the Rams, I don't want Stafford coming in being upset because he is our guy. Because we couldn't find anybody to trade for him, or nobody made us an offer that was worth trading him. So what do you do if you're the coach, and the general manager, and the president of football, or whatever Kevin Demoff's title is? Kev. You go out to the media, and you have a united front that says. We were unanimous as an organization in saying that we wanted Matthew Stafford back. Yeah, I mean, because they weren't going to start Stetson Bennett, your boy. Well, I just, I guess here's my point. They what just didn't have they an option. They didn't, right. Listen, your life is all about options. 
You know what I mean? You've made decisions based on your options all the time, correct? I suppose so. There you go. Then that's it. They didn't have other options than Matthew Stafford. But even earlier today, I'm trying to remember who it was. It was Which is why I believe the restructuring one, but not the not that they were actively trying to shop him. Yeah, but I think it may have been Schefter who earlier in the day had Shefty? this report that was like, hey, the Rams are saying that they never tried to trade Stafford, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, that's what they're telling you because that's what they want you to tell other people. And that's how they want to build the story so that it's out there in the media so that Matthew Stafford doesn't come walking in going, you guys didn't want me. You guys were thinking about trading me. You guys couldn't find the right dance partner. You guys asked me to take less money. You guys have been talking about how old I am, how hurt I am, how bad we're going to be. Now, you can't do that. A lot of this is, um, even what Sean Payton is doing in Denver today, a lot of it is deflecting. It's sending the media in a different direction. It's smart. Yeah, but could it just be very simple that they didn't have, they knew they didn't have better options, so they asked them to restructure, and teams were calling about him, and it got put out there by Michael Lombardi, of all people, uh, who's always kind of wonky on his information, um, that they were trying to deal him. What is what are you saying? You're saying is it possible? Is it possible that they, they were no just trying to restructure him? That teams did teams knew they were trying to restructure him. So maybe some teams called. They were offering him a poo-poo platter for Matthew Stafford, and they're like, "No, he's not worth a poo-poo platter. We're going to keep him because we don't have a better option." If you're just offering a poo-poo platter, I mean, listen, poo-poo platter is a nice piece, but throw in some egg foo young and some shrimp fried rice, and okay. we might have ourselves so, a deal. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, could be just, it could be just as simple as that. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and make Michael Lombardi, you know, equate him to Adam Schefter. No, but Michael, and by the way, Adam Schefter. What is Adam Schefter? I mean, Adam well, Schefter. Well, I mean, he's pretty accurate most of the time. Yeah, because Adam Schefter has phenomenal relationships, and Adam Schefter sends out these beautiful gifts, He sent, and, and that's how he creates relationships, and that's what people give him stories, and people give him stories the way they give a guy like Shams stories. Hey, we want you to put this out there, so we're giving it to you. So, but listen, it, but you 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 I get your skepticism, but what I'm saying is, it, why can't it just be that? Why can't it be that simple? Oh, why does always, it have to be more complicated? I'm always skeptical of all these stories and who puts them out. I do find your skepticism sometimes strange, only because yeah, like you you like you have like these different um, like variations of of your skepticism. You know what I mean? Like define it's, define. Well, I, I mean in like like sometimes like you'll be like. I don't know. It's just the way that you generally like like believe in in, or, in the way the organizations handle things um, can vary based on just the different teams or sports. My, my skepticism is mostly about the reporters because I always feel like the reporters are being utilized as pawns in a game, and and that's fine. The reporters don't mind being used as a pawn in the game because if you're one of the top guys and you can break news, if that's what your game is, and um, and you know whatever it takes to get that story, and so. You know, I feel like a lot of times, what was the story, remember a couple weeks ago uh, at the beginning of NBA free agency when the story that Shams had that Kyrie Irving called LeBron to talk to LeBron about possibly coming to Dallas? He wanted LeBron to come to Dallas. And it's like, I don't think it was Shams, but, but who, yeah. who was it? I don't remember right I, now, but I, I, I don't like think it was. it was him. But what I feel like it was only because I remember us talking about it and I was thinking, well, look who they gave the story to. You know, look who's putting out the story that they wanted put out. Kyrie could have chosen anybody to give this story to. He chose him. So th that's good news for him. He gets to put that stuff out. Same thing with Schefter. I don't know. These, you know, you, you down on Lombardi. I'm not here to preach Lombardi's great. I don't really know Lombardi. I mean, that he much. gets a lot of things wrong. 
I'm just saying that, you know, here's a guy who's in the I believe, league. I believe in, and you were right, it was Shams, but you, uh, like, I believe in a hit rate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Adam Schefter, I trust. You know why? Because his hit rate is good. Michael Lombardi, I don't trust because his hit rate isn't good. There's got to be a, a website for stats on accuracy by reporters. What do you think? I mean, I'm fairly certain that if we're talking about the NFL, that Schefter would be probably the top of the list, right? Is Schefter batting 850 and Lombardi's only batting 250? I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't work? think Michael Lombardi's batting, uh, I would say, under the Mendoza. Okay, gotcha. Well, listen, I'm just saying. Because I see his name anywhere? a lot, and it's always like not, like it's generally just not anything tangible. Mm. Well, in this case, whatever he said about Stafford, in my opinion, is what has a team do what I would call damage control. Sure, I, I get that, but I don't. I, I think that's the damage control is more about what's out there. It doesn't mean it's necessarily true. I I, I oh, believe a hundred percent they tried to restructure him. As a matter of fact, I think the team admitted as such. Did they not? I don't know if they admitted it. I don't. Didn't Les Snead or somebody or Kevin? I think them off. I, I, oh, Kev. I think he said no. Like Mace we didn't. calls him we, Kev. I think he was said no. We weren't trying to restructure him or something. I don't remember. I'd have to look this up. But I, mean, I feel fairly certain that that seems plausible to me. Because again, what is your other option, Stetson Bennett? Yeah, but I guess what I'm what I what I'm really saying is is that I it is true. I am skeptical. I I never really believe kind of what I read, and um, and I'm just I I feel like when a guy like Mike Lombardi, whether he's right or he's wrong, puts it out there. And it gains any virality at all. Then well, because everything gains virality these well, days. But then an organization has to go into damage control. Right. Well, that I agree with. It's they a, do. It's a response right. to a report, whether right. the report is true or false. Right. And you know what I would say if I were Sean McVay? Michael Lombardi's kind of a hack, man. Don't worry about that. Don't listen to that crap. Wow. All right. There you go. Yeah. You and Michael Lombardi are going to go at it like I don't know Darren Michael Rebel. Lombardi at all. I just know his hit rate isn't good. So he's a hack. I mean, that's what I would say if I were McVay. You're not McVeigh. You're you. No, I am me. We may see McVeigh soon, though. I may, you know. Well, I'm not going to try and get him on the show on Saturday. No, don't do I'm that. Wait, I'm going to wait until he's scheduled to come on the show. Yeah. You know, Aaron Donald's coming on though on I mean, Saturday. I love me some Sean McVeigh. I appreciate you buttering me up, George. You're welcome. Very nice. So, are you ready for big deal? Or I mean, no Michael deal or no? Lombardi doesn't have a drop like that on this show. No, he doesn't. But maybe we should get him on. Nah. Tell him, tell him what a hack he is. I mean, if you really want me to, sure. I mean, I would I'd, love that. But I'd like to, before we do that, I'd like to go in and make sure I have exactly how many misses he has, which right. is probably I mean, a lot. Right. I mean, I'd love for you to, to quantify because I don't really know. So I'm asking. Well, I, I, if, I feel fairly certain that he does. He puts out a lot of stuff on his podcast or whatever, and a lot of it tends to not be true. George, I really don't know. I swear to you, I wish I did. I don't. Uh, all I know is that Lombardi. I'm not asking you to know if you. I'm just telling you, I just don't trust the guy totally when he puts fine. stuff out there. Totally fine. I'm just saying, there's got to be a, a, a database somewhere of shit. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think there's like Lombardi's a, batting 220. Yeah, I. I don't think there's a site. I mean, well, do you want to start one? That that might not be a bad thing. Although, you know what we should do? I should just talk to these guys from Awful Announcing. You know who those guys are? You ever hear that website, AwfulAnnouncing.com? I've heard of them, yes. Those guys should do it. Th those guys should have a fact-checking department. Okay. Is that a good idea? I mean, if you think so. I mean, all these political, you know, like uh, commentators, they all have fact-checkers. He said this, that's not true. They said that, that's incorrect. You know, let's find out who the sports media people are that are always right or always wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's find out if he belongs in the hat category.
Didn't he work in the NFL in a front office somewhere? He did. He also said that Doug Peterson wasn't a head coach. I'm already looking up like his greatest hits. Right, but like think about Bill Polian saying that Lamar Jackson should be moved to wide receiver. Right, but Bill Polian actually had a real track record of doing something in the NFL unlike Michael Lombardi. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what Michael Lombardi did. I just know he had a job in a front office. Right, but Bill Polian ran a bunch of teams that went to Super Bowls and stuff. Like that that's a little different. He's allowed to miss occasionally and he was really By the way, that happened on on the air with us. With me and Key and LZ. He said that he thought that Lamar Jackson should be a receiver? 100% happened on our morning show. What a hack. No, he's not a hack. He's actually a really nice man. And by the way, we went went back at him then. Mm -hmm. And we're like, come on. And Key specifically was like a little more nurturing because he knows him for a long time. Mm -hmm. But we were like adamantly like, we don't, I don't know if we buy that. And he's like, ah, whatever. (laughs) But he's not a hack. He's a guy that's been an NFL personnel person of the year, all that stuff. Well, I'm not saying he's a hack. I'm just saying that if he got something wrong, he must be a hack. No, you can again, you can miss stuff occasionally. It happens. Mm. But when your hit rate is not I mean, this guy I mean, you can go on the internet. I'm looking at it now. There's plenty oh. of stuff about him. Like what what else? Okay. Do you want me to find it somewhere? Doug Peterson isn't a good head coach. Okay. Right. And the Philly voice saying that he's wrong and dumb. Mm-hmm. Um there's an entire Reddit that says what does everyone think of Michael Lombardi? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, when you got your own Reddit page for that stuff, that's never good they either. Do. That guy stirs crap, man, because the, the Rams find themselves in a situation where they're having to do damage control based on his yeah. report or rumor or whatever. Yeah. So. I mean, it's like, you know, it's one of these guys that just like says stuff because he's on these like random places and he wants people to listen or read or whatever. I don't know, but his credential is that he did work in a front office I, in the NFL. Yeah, I'm we sure. There's a, I mean, listen, there, 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 okay, there's a guy... I remember his name now, but there was a guy on the on Twitter who used to work as a scout for an NBA team. And I forget what his Twitter name was, but he would like go on these crazy wild like tangents about like players and schemes and things like that. And most people, even people who work in the league were like, bro, he's just like he's off his rocker. Like he does. That's not how it works anymore or how it used to work or whatever. And it's just like, that's it. Sometimes those the, the, that may have meant something at one point doesn't necessarily mean something now. Hmm. You know, I mean, look at you. People evolve. The business evolves. You're like a podcaster. And a radio host and an entrepreneur. Don't forget about that, buddy. At a big board meeting today. Jack. Well, it was not comfortable, I can tell you that. Yeah. I can't see you. Although, I feel like... You, oh, we need to break. That's true. We're way over. Laura's... Like 10 right. minutes ago, I was like, Laura, are you going to tell us to break or not? I've been yelling break. Yeah, but even at like 627, you weren't. 628, you weren't. 629, 630 is she started getting on us. She's very upset at you right now. It's now 633. I know. What was she doing six minutes ago? On a on the phone with the boo. Oh. No, she was not. I was yelling. At the boo? Thanks, Christopher. All right, Funchy, you take it away. Thank you, Sedona. It was announced today the first NFL-themed slot machines will hit the casino floors ahead of the 2023 football season. Uh, The NFL Super Bowl jackpot slots will mark the first of six planned league-branded slot machines that will roll out over the next several months. Um, Before playing the slot machine, a player will be able to select their favorite NFL team, which will serve as a theme during that session of whatever, how long you're at the the, uh, slot machine. Uh, you also have a chance to win a $1 million progressive jackpot. Is this NFL slot machine a big deal, no deal, uh, Sedano? 
I mean, I guess it's a big deal because, you know, it's kind of a weird scenario when you have you're suspending guys for gambling, but you're going to have gambling. <laughs> right. Right. There's just kind of this strange yeah. uh, dichotomy you find yourself in. Yeah, doesn't that feel really dirty? Like, OK, for the for the longest time. The NFL, and by the way, let's not just exclude them. I mean, there's, there's the NFL, the NBA, everybody is now into gambling. So players get suspended for sitting in their car betting on a college football game, but at a team facility, yet every team can be represented on slot machines and casinos around the country. Their likeness and everything. Doesn't that seem like completely ridiculously hypocritical? That you've been so anti-gambling for so long, and now you've been like, hey, that's all out there happening, and everybody's making money off our product. We better bring it in-house so we can make money off the product. You know, it's kind of like weed, right? Like when weed was illegal, the state was like, we can't have everybody out there selling dime bags on the street corners. They're all making the money. We need to tax this stuff. That's what the NFL has done. They've, they've taken gambling in-house. It just feels kind of dirty to me. All right. I, it's weird. I'm with you. I wonder if on a slot machine with a football team, instead of like three, like what what goes across a slot machine when you win big? Like three stars or whatever? Three like helmets it, of the same team or something? Right, right. Is it three Rams helmets? Wins you the big jackpot? Yeah. Three little footballs, three goal posts. It's, it's just a strange scenario is all I'm saying. And I sent you guys the the video of it too. It kind of looks cool. I mean, hmm. looks like a really progressive jackpot and you know, it looks fun. Okay. I like I like slots, so uh, I might play it. There I never go. play slots ever. Uh when- no, I uh, I used to play a one slot machine at Aria all the time and I honestly I've sat there in the three times I sat there, two times I won at least a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Same slot machine. Oh wow. In different What's the game years. called? What's the game called? It was a Wheel of Fortune slot machine. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, Everyone wins a Wheel of Fortune. That's why. Of course. For Sedano, of course, Wheel of Fortune. It was a this Wheel was, of Fortune slot machine. This but was, they was no longer have, Sedano. They don't longer have that Wheel of Fortune. They have like a different, like a knockoff Wheel of Fortune now in that slot machine. Like a machine more area. like updated one where you can lose your money and stuff like that, right? Yeah. It's just not, and it's not branded Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Uh, on a recent appearance of the Kelly Clarkson show, actress Kristen Bell uh, revealed that her two daughters, who are t- 10 and 8, sometimes enjoy drinking non-alcoholic beer. Mm. Uh, they even like ordering non-alcoholic beer at restaurants That's if they funny. could. So now, is letting kids drink non-alcoholic beer a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Hmm. Um, I'm going to say it's no deal, it does seem kind of strange, doesn't it? Like you're beer. sitting there with your 10-year-old and you're like, hey, I'll have a Heineken and get this guy over here, one of those Heinekens without alcohol in it. And old duels. Right. Get him an old duel. And no, they have you, the Heinekens now without oh, alcohol. Oh, really? Right? Oh, wow. I haven't yeah. seen right. them. So, so then what do you do? Sit there and cheers with your kid? You're like, hey, let's let's drink a beer together. People are looking at you at a table. You're like, is that a mom and dad over there with a kid drinking a beer? Uh, I mean, it's it's not an alcoholic drink, but it just tastes like beer. What if somebody likes beer? Taste the beer. I don't I think say, I yeah, don't think I, I just I don't think I mean look I'm pretty progressive I I just feel like the optics of that are strange to me so I would also go no no deal and then like how do they like the taste of beer I don't think I right like I don't the think taste anyone of, actually thinks the I don't taste think of anyone beer likes the taste good. of beer really let's be real <laughs> yeah I'm with you on that I don't know but all these people who love craft beer they love the taste of it they talk about it mm-hmm. I'm like you know to me it's very bitter. Yeah, you know, I like a, I like a Mexican lager. I like my Coors Light. I'm very easy to please. I'm I, a domestic light beer. I'm fine. People give me a hard time about. it. I'm like, hey, I'll take a Coors Light all day, every day. 
I like fruity beer, so it'll make. What about every day, all day? Um, all day, any day. <laughs> all right, guys. Again, you know about that, Funch? I, I all day, every day, man. <laughs> all right, guys. Got one more, one more quick one. Uh, according to BetOnline.ag, mm-hmm. uh, Victor Wimbayama. Mm-hmm. Is has the six best odds to win Defensive Player of the Year already. Mm-hmm. Now he's behind guys like Giannis and AD, but mm-hmm. he's already ahead of guys like Rudy Gobert, who already won, and Dr- Draymond Green times. and Joel Embiid. Right. So is this already a big deal, no deal, considering he hasn't even played a game yet, Sedano? I mean, no deal because it's just preseason stuff. Um, he's going to be very good defensively. I don't think there's any but, question. But, but. this sort of be ranked ahead of like you know. No, Gobert, it's silly. Draymond it's, it, it's and just Embiid. Where, it's just people trying to get Vegas sets odds based on whether they think people are going to lay money. That's all it is. Yeah, I'm also on a no deal here. You're you're trying to inspire people to put money on what is the most viral name going into the next NBA season. So, yeah, I don't really see this as a very big deal at all. And by the way, how could you not be a good shot blocker when you're eight feet tall? He did. He did block somebody's sh- Brandon Miller shot at the three point line, and he was way far away. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> was at like, the three point line. Yeah, he was like at the During elbow. Summer league. He was at the elbow. Yeah, at summer league, he was at the elbow. Miller was getting ready to go up for a three, and he blocked it from there. Wow! Like, it was like it closed out from the free throw line. Go go! Not that well, sort of close enough. Like just short, just a, a, maybe like a foot away. It was like go go gadget arms, basically. It was very like impressive. I mean, Funchy, the ball was forty five feet in the air, and uh, and Wemby didn't even jump. Just tipped it with his middle finger. <laughs> Guy is just gigantic. He just put his arms up. That's it. You know what? Obi-Wan says uh, Obi-Wan. that he actually likes the te- the taste of Modelo and Pacifico. I would say those beers do have a good taste to them. That, that's actually true because you know what? They're kind of, to me, they're like lighter and crisper, right? They don't have like, like to me, I don't love like IPAs and stuff well, like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I like a Mexican lager and I like a domestic light beer. I like Coors Light. I like, like, last night, I did. I had a Modelo at Danny K's, you know? I asked for a Pacifico. They were at a Pacifico. I had a Modelo. See. Si. A Especial. Modelo? See. Si. Modelo. Yeah. That's right. It's like Añejo. Añejo. All right. That is Big Deal or No Deal each and every day at 630. Today was more like 635, but, you know, whatever. Summertime. It is summertime. It's kind of like I mean, we kind of also do that in the winter time too. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's not really <laughs> just the summertime. Me dan canas verdes. I mean, sí, I mean. sí, sí, me canas verdes. Do you believe that stress? That is it true that stress uh, creates uh, canas? Yeah, canas. I yeah. don't know. I I could gray look hair, it up, but I don't. You mean like cirrus? Huh? Well, you guys said canas. And I thought you guys were talking about the Yiddish word cirrus. <laughs> I don't no. know what that word is. Me neither. Like what aggravation, is the word? Like aggravation and stress. You know? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You must be stress-free, pal. I don't see a gray hair do you on think, that head. Do you think, oh, that because you diet. No, to you. No, you. Que no te ve canas oh, me? Yeah. Well, I'm not that stressed. Yeah. I'm not I, that stressed. I have, I have like one here somewhere on my, my right side. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it. Pick I, it out. No. no. You're not supposed to. If you do that, allegedly, like, yeah. 10 grow back, right? That's Alleg- the old yeah. wives' tale? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, women <laughs> like the salt and pepper look now, though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but it just, it doesn't happen. I uh, on my If I let my beard grow out, you could see it a little, you can definitely see some gray hairs there, but 
Mm-hmm. I have one on my eyebrow, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm old. Well, on the eyebrow. I was like, I'm old. It's one. It's one, but I've had it since I was Yeah, like, but that you can 20s. plug. It's just an eyebrow. Yeah, it's I know, easy. but it's, it's, it's very annoying when you're standing there with the tweezers, and you're trying to get that one gray <laughs> eyebrow out, and you can't quite catch it. And you get like another 10. Right. And for me, I'm like practically balding in the eyebrows anyway. So if I pull out one or two, it's a big difference. You know, you can see the difference. I mean, you get a haircut? Yeah. Coming up next, Cappy, before Hmm. Dealer's Choice, the Pac-12 has laid down their statement. Okay. We'll tell you what that's all about in a second. We'll tell you what they said. Uh, Get your tickets now to join Sedano and Cap live from Rams training camp next week on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. So not only are we going to be there Saturday, but Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday next week as well at UC Irvine. Get your free tickets now at rams.com slash training camp. So there you go. All right. Dealer's Choice and the Pac-12 is mad. We'll tell you why next. All right, Cappy. Mm. Pack- you, know, you just you just said that we're going to be at Rams training camp on Saturday. Yeah. And then you said that we're going to be there Monday, Tuesday as well. Yeah. I looked at my calendar. I'm like, I don't have us at Rams training camp on Monday. I do have us on Tuesday. Then I texted Bergie and I said, yo, dog, are we at training camp Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday? And he said, that's right, sucker. And um, July 31st, too? Yes, and, Monday. Well, and he said Thursday as well, but I know I'm mm-hmm. off next well, Thursday. I How have a you? text from him. Yeah. What does he say? Yeah. That from the other day, and he gave mm-hmm. me the dates. Hold on. So, I mean, I'll go if we have to, but I'm just saying, like, this is not what he sent me. So let me let me let me show. I'm going to read to you what he sent me. Okay, tell me. Oh no, he is right. Monday, July 31st. <laughs> I yeah. did have it in there. So this Monday and Tuesday, we're at Rams training camp. Yes, sir. And Thursday. Sweet. Sweet. And Thursday. Now, George, are you on Thursday? Yes. Next week. Okay. Yeah, I'm out next it's Wednesday, Bethel Thursday, and you, Friday. Sedano. Yeah. Bethel and you at Rams training camp. Right, yeah, I won't be there the uh, the eighth probably. Maybe we'll see. The eighth, huh? Maybe we're there too on the eighth. What day is that? It's a Tuesday. Tuesday. The following Tuesday. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, so, statement from the Pac-12 conference. Let me hear it. The Pac-12 is comprised of world-leading universities and athletic programs who share a commitment to developing the next generation of leaders, supporting student athletes, academics, and ac- athletic excellence, and broad-based athletic success. We mm-hmm. remain committed to our shared values and. To continue to invest in our student-athletes, today's decision by the University of Colorado has done nothing to disrupt that commitment. We are focused on concluding our media rights deal and securing our continued success and growth. Immediately following the conclusion of our media rights deal, we will embrace expansion opportunities to bring new fans and markets, excitements, etc., and value to the Pac-12. Boy, that's horrible. That is just one horrendous PR paragraph is what that is right there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no guts to it at all. Like, just can't you just talk like human beings? You know, like like everything has to be so PR and so legal. Listen, let me say this. Colorado leaving the Pac-12 doesn't mean anything. Colorado is a non-factor. However, what it does mean is, is that that's another school that has decided that the Pac-12 has probably very limited shelf life. And so... It's pretty sad, man. Well, it, it is sad. It actually is sad. And And listen... If you're sad about the Pac-12 breaking up and you're a USC or a UCLA fan, don't do anything other than look at your own team. USC and UCLA are the reason that the Pac-12 will ultimately like fall off a cliff. They had the foresight to say, let's get out of here because this conference sucks. And the guys who run this conference suck. And they can't figure out how to make us the kind of money that the other conferences are making. So let's get out of here and jump ship. And let's be leaders rather than followers. But if you're sad about it, blame your school. Because it is their doing. 
I mean, right? Yeah, you're right. What's your dealer's choice, Kathy? You know, George, this has been an interesting week around America for soccer. Yes, it has. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Um, There have been, like, matches all over Southern California in particular in the last, like, week and change. Right. And um, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Are you starting to find yourself more interested in soccer? Um, is it growing for you? I found myself fairly interested during the World Cup recently, this past yeah, you know, but no, winter. Don't, but don't, World Cup is kind of one of those things. It's World right. Cup's kind of like I don't the know. Olympics, I have already you know? kind of at least kept an eye on what's happened in soccer. So, I mean, do I, more? I would say, let me see. I guess more because it's more readily available at the moment because it's been on television a lot. So, I guess, sure. So, for me, I will say this. Um, I'm interested in the World Cup. When the World Cup is on, mm-hmm. I'm interested in the Women's World Cup right now because I'm a Team USA fan. Obviously, I, I love the U.S. Women's National Team and um, and the different iterations and characters and players o- over the years. I love the story of Messi in Miami and these first two games that he's played. Manchester United is on this like national tour. I know they played down in South South LA the other day. Um, SoFi Stadium has been hosting a bunch of soccer. George, guess what I'm doing right after the show tonight. What's that? I'm going to a soccer game. Who's playing? Dortmund. You know who they are? Borussia Dortmund? Dortmund. Yeah, Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, you know them? Of the Bundesliga. Correct. They're playing some, oh yeah, they're playing some minor league soccer team in San Diego. Yeah, they're playing my friend Landon Donovan's team. Yeah, it's a minor league soccer team. Yeah, they play in what's called the USL, mm-hmm. which I guess people would call the AAA, like compared to major league soccer. Right. Yeah. And so like the Galaxy, for example, they've got a team that plays MLS soccer, and they've got a team in their club that plays USL soccer, right? So it's like I said, it's kind of the AAA. Um, no different than like the, the LA Kings, the, the Anaheim Ducks. They all have these, um, you know, West Ho- West Ho- Western Hockey League or whatever the name of it, H- AHL. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So tonight, my boy Landon Donovan, his team, the San Diego Loyal, is hosting Dortmund. Now, I don't really know much about Dortmund, but apparently they were like on the verge of winning a championship in their German league. Yeah, the Bundesliga. Uh, Christian Pulisic played there. And they were like playing against this inferior club in the final game of the season, Mm -hmm. win, and they win the championship. Mm -hmm. Lose, and whoever else wins the championship. Mm -hmm. And they wound up losing. Mm -hmm. So like this is all I kind of know about these guys. Mm-hmm. Now, like, this Ryan Reynolds team, Wrexham, mm-hmm. they were uh, just playing Also Man a minor U. league team, right? Yeah, they were playing Man U the other night. Right, yeah. But they were only playing Man U's, like, 21-under team, and all their star players bailed out on the game and flew to Texas to go play in Houston or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel like, you know, we talked earlier in the year about getting into other sports, so mm-hmm. we took a, a shot one night and we went to a WNBA game. Mm-hmm. It was fine. I mean, yeah. it just wasn't, it wasn't something that captured me that I want to run back to. Yeah. But I, I would like to get more into soccer. I, I still got to get to an LAFC game. That's kind of my key. Mm. You now, know? did do you know, if, I, I, I don't keep up with the Bundesliga, but I'm guessing they played Bayern Munich, which is the other like big-time club in the Bundesliga? I think Bayern Munich is what is the team that benefited from Dortmund losing in their final game, mm. and they went on to win the championship as a result. Got it. I think. I, again, I don't keep up with the Bundesliga, especially I know, now that you Pulisic, sound like you do. Well, P- when Pulisic was there, I would watch a little bit because it's on ESPN Plus. Actually, the Bundesliga. So I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to get into a little bit more soccer. And hey, LAFC, that means I'm going to have to break out my LAFC scarf and get to a game soon. Okay. With Messi, huh? 
No, I don't even care if it's messy. I don't care if it's messy you or not. You would totally want to I just need to go to a game. Yeah. I just need to go to a LAFC well, game. I know who you should talk to. Hey, LAFC is welcoming Messi into the bank to take on the champs. Uh, all right, Cappy. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Bronny James and LeBron James. Glad uh, Bronny's home and resting well. Yes, I agree. Uh, Cappy, go enjoy the San Diego Loyal. Why are they the Loyal, though, by the way? Oh, are they loyal the because the Chargers are not? Is that, that what? That's exactly why they named them that. Are you serious? I swear to you. That's funny. Uh, all right. Great job, Laura and Funchy. <laughs> Calm True. down. Calm down, Cappy. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. All right.